0: When a relationship seems so perfect, why do things turn toxic when things get
2: more serious? Okay, this is what's happening. People of trauma attract people of trauma. And in the beginning of these relationships, especially for men, and they love it, a lot of sex, a lot of passion, a lot of attention, uh, the girl's really amenable. Why? Because both people crave love. They really didn't get solid love from mom and dad. So initially, this is like, oh, it's a perfect relationship for the guy. He's texting me, he's calling me, he brings me gifts, I love it. That's what the women are saying, right? He's a perfect guy. So these are very uh, strong, passionate relationships in the beginning, right? And then again, that four months into the nine months, what are you going to start seeing? Well, you might see more moodiness. You might see, if there's a slight addiction, more drinking, more pot use, or cocaine, or Something to mask the feelings if they're feeling inadequate. Um, you might see more workaholism. You know, so other patterns will start coming into play. And I always hear these people saying, well, we just want it what, like it was in the beginning, which is the fairy tale. And then when real life comes up or real issues, they don't have the skills to communicate through these. And then there's blaming statements or anger because they don't they weren't taught as children how to handle conflicts all they saw was mom and dad yelling or a father that might be passive aggressive or let's say the young boy tried to talk back to his dad and get punished for three months he goes go to your room and i don't want to hear you talk to me for three months so that's a boy that learns i can't talk about my feelings i got to shut down and that leads to the passive aggressive man because he 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 doesn't know the skill of being able to talk about his feelings so this is what's coming out and happening in in our relationships so when i have a couple come to me i have to do the childhood trauma investigation work with both of them find out what's really going on teach the other one and then this is when they become each other's friends and more empathetic they learn to apologize right away when they notice they're doing something wrong like the guy coming home after the boss yelled at him and he comes home and he might say something mean to the wife and he can see the face expression and right away he would say, "Hun, i I'm sorry, it's not your fault. I had a bad day at the office. So then that can have her calm down and he's admitting, and then they can talk about it without, you know, firing each other. So there's brand new communication rules around how to deal with an issue because issues will always come up and, uh, it, it, my couples totally transform. It's really amazing to see when they, they learn these skills that nobody ever taught us.
0: Man, that is awesome. And so what I hear you saying, and, and I want to make sure that I'm getting this right, is people, when you have the, the quote unquote per, perfect relationship and things seem so perfect, it sounds like you're saying that people are in love with the expectation that they've masked yes. their partner with. And so they're yes. in love with this mask instead of the deeper person.
2: Yes, that's right. Um, and again, this is what we were led to believe in America, especially where we're taught the fairy tales. Kiss the handsome prince and you'll be happily ever after. That was it. You know, if you're attracted, that's love and that's all we need. So we weren't given the skills to really have emotionally healthy, evolved and conscious love. Evolved means being your highest and your best self. You know, everyone expects their partners to be perfect. Are you? You know, are you working on your stuff? Uh, Are you a good communicator? Are you a good listener? Are you uh, a good support system for your partner? Are you a good parent? You know, do you share the responsibilities with your partner? So these are all the things that most people did not get, you know, when we were young or in high school or even in my master's program in psychotherapy. And you would think that'd be a great thing to teach the therapist. So this is why I hear like someone says, I've been seven years in therapy. I work with you for one hour and I didn't hear anything about these traumas and they make total sense. Now I know why I'm love addicted. I can't break up with a toxic guy, you know, so it starts making sense. And then we, we go ahead to heal it because you can't change what you don't understand.
0: Exactly. That makes absolute perfect sense. So somebody's <laughs> listening right now and they're going, wow, I either know somebody who's gone through some trauma, they, they meet the patterns, or hey, you know what, I fit a lot of those patterns and I need to change my own mindset, stop living in the victim mentality, right. and heal myself. So how can somebody heal uh, their trauma? And if they don't,
2: what, what happens? It's really important that you do, especially this is a show about men that have children. So if you don't heal it, remember, this goes through the generations, at least three generations deep. So if you had childhood trauma, so did your mom and dad. You have to identify what they were. You have to find forgiveness, which is a spiritual concept around what you went through as a kid. Then it's really important that we empower our kids. The kids that are suffering from childhood trauma are the ones that are cutting, acting out sexually, drinking too much, partying, uh, flunking out of school. You know, or they might be the quiet ones that are super excelling in school, but they seem depressed, right? And they hide their depression. So you have to look at every sign in the teenager. Trust me, guys, it's so important. Get your teenager help if you're seeing them struggling. Life transition, I work with a lot of teens, 16 up to 26. From high school to college, they're very anxious because of the money around college. Am I going to make it? Am I going to get jobs? You know, so I work with them in high school and during the transition on their coach while they're in college. So it works really great to empower your child. And then when they come home, if they can't find work, now they have got the guilt, all the money's been spent, nobody's hiring them. And we call this failure to launch, just sleeping on mom's and dad's couch. So these kids I work with as well. So you want to empower your kids to be successful. You want them out of the house by 19, being able to go on in their life. Um, And even though the relationship with my daughter's father was toxic and I left that relationship when they were very young, I studied a lot of parenting things to make sure my kids grew up very empowered. I taught them the mindset for success. I taught my kids in the schools the mindset for success and that they didn't let have to let anything that happened to them impact them and their success levels. And that's why I was saying my daughter is on um, uh, Inc. and Forbes list as the top 11 female entrepreneurs, right? And she has multi-platinum CDs out um, as a singer, and then she hosted several TV shows. So it's really important that you teach. If you want to do it, you can do it, babe, you know, and believe in their dreams. That's super important. It's the parents that usually kill a child's spirit or their dreams saying, you can't be a pop singer. Do you want to be a pop singer? It was Christy, Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. I said, let's do it. You know, and I happened to be a talent agent for the first 10 years of my adult life from 26 to 36. So I got my daughter with a top artist. I knew how to do it. And I believed in her dream. So, you know, it's, it's then at 20, she goes and puts water wells in Africa. You know, now they have 21 water wells. What 20 year old goes to Africa with their best friend, believing I want to change the world. Well, someone who has the watch me mindset for success. So you can teach your kids to be successful starting right now. And if you're not doing it, you're giving your kids a disservice, right? Because it is everything And we are all going to go go through difficult times and tough transitions. So if you learn it as an adult through your education with coaching, you can turn around and now teach your kids. And you can teach your kids to talk about their feelings without being afraid. Am I going to get punished? Is mom going to be mad at me if I talk about this? That's why kids don't talk to their parents They're afraid. They're afraid they're going to get punished or yelled at. It's funny, I did a podcast with my daughter, Alexi, who's actually a world coach, Alexi Panos, and we were doing one on parenting. She goes, Mom, I don't remember you yelling at me one time. Not once. Because a parent, our role is to teach. The word discipline means from the Bible, to teach. And that is our role. Kids are not supposed to know right from wrong. It is our job to show by example and show by teaching. So if you can teach them the life skills, you know, around money, around communication, around apology when they do wrong. And it's not a weakness, it is a strength to say, I'm sorry, you know, and to admit it and to forgive. So, you know, it's up to us to teach these very valuable life skills to our kids.
0: Well, I absolutely love what you're saying. You know, I get this imagery of when I see a a, a newborn kid of a whiteboard. In yeah. every single experience, perfect. everything they've done, everything that is said to them, everything that's done to them, every single thing is a, is a permanent marker Yeah. that is marked in their life. It's a, it's a brick to the foundation of their house. And it's so powerful what you're talking about that if you understand trauma in your own life, <laughs> then you can go, you get that fixed, that you can go and get that uh, connected that you can make peace with it. That you can stop playing the victim. That way you can stop making permanent marks That's in right. every single activity or action or uh, said thing uh, to your sons or your daughters.
2: Yeah. Your relationship with your partner. And I work with both straight and LGBT uh, populations as well. So the relationship with your partner, what your children are watching, is how they're going to relate to their partner because it's normalized. Well, this is what I grew up with. It's funny, I had a couple in my uh, counseling office and the woman was from South Philly and I'm from Philadelphia and I have a ton of South Philly friends and the guy was from Midwest and he's there, she yells at me all the time. And she's what do you mean I yell at you all the time? And she gets really fast in his face, raises her voice and I said really calmly, I said, you don't hear it, do you? Hear what? because it's so normalized to her. This is what she heard growing up. So uh, we have to work on the, the aspects of communication because he feels it's absolutely right he felt yelled at all the time, which made him distance himself from her. So I break down everything. When you're struggling with your partner, there's a reason, but there's a lot of these normalized family uh, patterns, which we call uh, triggers, emotional triggers or behavioral patterns, that you don't even realize you're doing. You need that third person, right? That objective third person that knows trauma work to be able to bring it up out of you, show you, teach you a different way, and then you start practicing it so that you then break the unconscious patterns because they're very, very strong. That's why it takes a while. I call it a rainbow. You start at the side of you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what's wrong. And then as you're learning, you go up the one side, but you'll slip. And then you'll go up to, you know, taller to the rainbow. People say, why do you have to slip? You slip because the emotional programming, the unconscious is so strong. But by the time you get it, you keep practicing within that four to six months that I work with you. On the other side is the pot of gold. You're totally different. And when my people get it, it's so light. It's so peaceful. You're consciously aware of everything, you know, is it good for you? Is it good for your people in your environment? Is it good for the world? If you don't, if it's not, you don't do it, you know? So you're living a totally consciously aware life and it really makes a difference in all your life areas. So we do life coaching first, then love coaching. So for my singles that say, I can't find a great guy or my guys that say, I can't find a good woman. I I feel like they're all going to use me. You know, they're very scared about finding a good woman. This is the same thing. We have to clear the worry, the anxiety, the fear, the negative-based thinking first. Then I teach them the exact skills they need for a single to get out there to the world. Because you have to be a successful single first before you attract a successful single to you. Super important. It starts with self-love.
0: I absolutely love this. You can take this and you can go from a complete victim mentality. Hey, things happened to me.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I
0: went through a, uh divorce, I went through adoption, I went through my dad leaving, I went through my mom leaving. And instead of allowing those things to warp and change who you are, I love what you're saying about living with intentionality. Yeah. That you can make the decision, you can make the choice. To build and to correct your mindset so that you can live the best possible life. But that all starts with intentionality, with you making the decision that you're not going to be that victim, that you are worth it, and that you have the power to change your own life.
2: Yes. I always say you take your pain and make it your passion and your purpose. Because as a coach, that's what I've done. So as I'm working with people from past trauma, they know I get it. They know I understand and I'm their support system, I'm really passionate about them having their transformation and I will call them on stuff that they don't even see. Like I had a client this afternoon, she goes, oh my God, as I'm reading this, she goes, what you were telling me early on, I just couldn't see it, it's so clear in black and white, you know, so they'll hear it from me, but then they'll read it in the book or they'll see it in the worksheet. Something, you know, those aha moments become deeper and more profound. And as we're working together, she goes, I'm seeing it now. I know what I have to change. Wow. I was controlling. Wow. I wanted it my own way, you know, and initially she didn't even see it. So it it does take a little bit of time. It's a journey, but if you, like I say to my people, if you just do everything that's laid out for you on this research-based program, you're going to get the transformation and it feels fabulous.
0: That is awesome. So if that's what a trauma-filled and victimized uh, attitude mindset looks like, those traumas and different things like that, what does an emotionally healthy, evolved relationship look
2: Okay, well there's several aspects. Um, When I teach my couples um, to live by the philosophy of it's you and me against the world. They have to put their partner as their first priority, not kids. And too many parents put their kids first, running them all over towns, five different sports is a huge mistake because kids come to me totally burn out. It's too much. And then the parents don't have time or energy to have their dates. You know, it's funny, I had a man in my office say, well, why do I have to keep dating my wife? I married her, she should be happy with that. I said, do you still want sex? <laughs> he goes, uh, yeah. I said, then keep dating your wife. Because the woman has to be out of her house, away from the chores, away from the kids, so she can finally relax. And a woman's brain is different than a man's brain. I'll give you another fact, that your men should know. The male sexual center of the brain is seven times that of a woman. So a man can expect, cannot expect for his woman to win sex as much. She's more into quality, not quantity. If it's quantity and it's a chore, she's going to start turning away. Don't make it a chore. Okay. So a woman gets turned on by the five senses being turned on first. Touch, smell, hearing, right? Taste. So. Is be off to get her out for a date once a week at the very least. I like twice: Saturday night and Wednesday, or Friday night and Wednesday night. Like split it up, and dress nice for her. Shower, smell good, look at her with you know a smile. Tell her how pretty she looks. Hold her hand. Pull out her chair. You know, make love before you reach the bedroom. <laughs> that is the key guys this is the secret you know men need to know this stuff so I teach a lot of these dynamics so that couples can learn to reconnect and you know be her friend talk to her throughout the day women bond through communication and if a man's only trying to communicate when he wants something it's gonna ruin the relationship it really is it's nothing's gonna be left so um, if you can hear this and follow it, you'll do much better. So a couple of dates, and it doesn't have to be expensive. It could be a walk down the beach and sit on a blanket and share a bottle of wine and talk. That would be very romantic to a woman. So it doesn't have to be about money or, and big dinners. No. You know, just spending quality time, good conversation, and really tuning into her and thinking are oh, the five senses ignited. That's it. I love this
0: idea that intimacy starts before you hit the bedroom. I think as men, so many times, you know, our our brains work in such a way that we want to fix, you know, problems and we're worried about fixing the problem. That way we can move on to the next thing or, you know, move on, you know, to the bedroom. We're like, Hey, Hey, you know, we've got so much, you know, so many different things to do. And I'm reminded there's a video on YouTube where the woman has a nail on her head and she's like, "Hey, you know, I've got this aching pain, and it, it's sore." And the guy goes, "There's a nail in your head." She goes, I, "I don't want you to fix the problem. I want you to listen to me. I want you to to hear me. I want you to listen to me. I want you to to understand where I'm coming from." He goes, "Okay, I'll try." And it, uh, there's this aching pain, and and he goes, oh, and she goes, "No, I, I just want you to listen." And I think. <laughs> That's that intimacy that you're talking about, that women want to know that their man, their husband, that they need to know that there's somebody who's walking through life with them. They have that security. They have that complete Yeah, that they're known that they are meant to be in the relationship for more than one thing.
2: Mm -hmm. That's right. Now, another one is there should be a balance, like an equilateral triangle of you, me, and us. So sometimes if we have a man that's totally into his own thing, okay, he's got his job. Now on weekends, he's going golfing. And then on Friday night, he wants to see his boys. So how much time is he giving to the us? Very little. So the wife's going to check out, you know, so you have to realize you've got your jobs, then you do need personal time, whether that means the gym or the woman wants a massage or time with her friends or his friends. But you gotta keep, is it balanced? Am I giving enough time to our relationship? For singles, I say be who you want to attract. So if you want someone financially stable, be financially stable. If you want someone fit, be fit yourself. I see constantly, and I hear it from my women clients, men on dating apps, and I hate to say it, very out of shape, like they swallowed a basketball, basketball belly. And they, I saw one that says, I want a woman who's a size two. You know, it's like, are you serious, dude? Look in the mirror. You know, so all this expectation of this perfect Barbie doll, what do you look like? You know, I had another woman say, well, this man was, you know, he's smart, uh, successful, but, you know, he smiled and he has brown teeth. Guys, get your teeth bleached. Right? It's simple, 150 bucks. So it's like they want this perfect female, but you've got to look in the mirror and know that dating's competitive. You know, the women that you want can choose the man that they want. So if you want a great lady, put yourself together. If you don't know how, get yourself a life coach <laughs> that specializes in the modeling and talent uh, field. Because I did makeovers for all my clients, no matter what age they were, male or wo- woman, it didn't matter because they were trying to get jobs in the entertainment industry. But you've got to, you know, put your look together. Um, The top five to six requirements are met. So if I have a younger girl that definitely says, Rihanna, I want to be married and have kids. I said, then on your dates, the first night, you could say, are you a man that sees yourself wanting to be married and have kids? She goes, oh, I really shouldn't ask that. It's like, yes, you do. Don't waste your time. If he's a guy that says, well, maybe. I'm not sure if she really wants it. That's a guy that does not want kids. A man that wants kids, because I've coached them, would say, I definitely want a woman that wants marriage and kids. I can't imagine my life not being a father, right? So they know exactly what to look for. This is called requirements, and they're deal breakers. So if a guy doesn't want the kids, no matter how attractive he is, she just will stop dating him and move on to someone that does. So whether man or woman, if they're my clients, they know what the requirements are, and they don't waste their time with anything that's different. Um, and really the, all the studies showed the best relationships are two people that share the same faith or spirituality. So, uh, people of faith tend to have more integrity. If your partner has integrity and you're out there doing things like Mr. Hyde, believe me, the relationship will fall apart. You know, it needs two people to be doing the right things when nobody's looking. That's the definition of integrity and doing what's best for the couple. And I have this hand rule. Five things you want to remember. Will this choice or action hurt me, the man, in any way? Will it hurt the partner I love? Will it hurt my children or extended family? Would it hurt my reputation on the job or in the community? If in doubt, go without doing it. Five. So it's like stop, think, and run yourself through these five things. Because if you're living, like, again, that conscious life, you're going to be making better choices that are better for you, your partner, the family, and then you'll thrive. If you're making impulsive choices or selfish choices, ego-driven choices, your relationship won't last.
0: Wow, I love this. So much great knowledge, so many good nuggets of wisdom. Uh, so there's many nugget, uh, There's many other lists and tips and tricks in your number one best-selling books. Love beyond your dreams. Break free of a toxic relationship, uh, relationships. That have the love that you desire. Where can our listeners find both of your books?
2: Yeah, my books are in the Barnes and Noble bookstores in the U.S. and they're sold on Amazon in both Kindle format and paperback. And they're both five-star rated uh, love. They are, they're called sister books. So uh, Live Beyond Your Dreams is about the mindset for success. Love Beyond Your Dreams is about successful relationships. So they're meant to go together. And you can get free book chapter downloads on my website, com, as well as under the quizzes section, there's four tests you can take, whether you're single, coupled, the ACOA test, and the childhood trauma checklist is there, and they're free. And also there's an ebook right on the homepage you can download that goes deeper into the childhood trauma work.
0: That's awesome. So one of the things I love to ask all of my guests is what are some of your favorite resources? You know, there's somebody out there listening right now and they're like, wow, everything. I love everything. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to buy the books. But what are some other great resources, podcasts, books, blogs that you listen to that can help shape somebody's mindset?
2: Well, I do want to say, make sure you listen to my podcast if you like this kind of information. It's Lessons in Life and Love, and the app is Lessons in Life and Love on the Go. Um, I got to tell you, I work so many hours that I'm always doing research to bring more cutting edge material to my people. So whether I find that on the internet, I'm always reading books, personal development um, into spirituality. I mean, I do attend Center for Spiritual Living every Sunday. It helps keep me grounded. Um, So, I'm always looking to learn from the masters in psychology, in spirituality, in personal transformation, Uh, great business books as well. So, it's not like one or two, it depends what topic I'm researching that day. I love documentaries, it's great to keep learning. You know, just keep learning. I love when Tony Robbins says, If you're not growing, you're dying. So just keep learning guys, you know, women love men that are personally evolved, that are into personal growth and um, some spiritual grounding. I mean, it's like a needle in a haystack to find men who are into that type of topic, it's very difficult. I hear women complain about it all the time. So, you know, men have something to talk about, you know, Uh, watch the documentaries, uh, learn, grow, read, attend seminars, you know, just keep growing. It's exciting.
0: That's great. So can you sum all this up, tighten a bow, uh, and then also tell our listeners where they can get the gifts that you're offering?
2: Yes. Um, well, I always say it's time to create the life you desire and to have the love you deserve. Don't wait. If you feel like you are struggling with unhealed childhood trauma, and again, 90% of adults do, So it's nothing to be ashamed about or feel weird about. It's like, let's fix it. Because once you have the mindset for success, you have it the rest of your life. You know, I've seen my daughters excel from 16 up. They're 36 and 37 now. They've been excelling out of the house at 19, in successful jobs in their early 20s, doing their dreams. Whatever it is, This mindset for success. Learn it for yourself and teach your children. Your children are sponges. You are teaching them success or failure for their future. Trust me, it matters. So very important to me because I've worked in the schools with all grade levels. And to find my information, um, rianamilne.com is where you can get those free gifts, the ebook, the free tests and chapter downloads. I also have a busy uh, YouTube channel all under Rihanna Milne. Um, I do many summits and seminars and you can get that list on Coach Rihanna Milne on my Facebook page. Those are my most active places and then the podcast.
0: Well, I absolutely love it. And I want to say that you offer a personal life and love transformation discovery session and assessment. I do. Uh, so go and definitely check that out. Rihanna, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. I, there's so much great information I know I will for one will be going back through and listening to the information taking a lot of notes about the different types of trauma and not only that but how it affects our children how we can build up our sons and our daughters so that we can have a better America and a better world tomorrow
2: perfect thank you Matt for having me
0: and thank you for being on sure
2: thank you for
1: listening to the family life movement podcast I hope you had as much fun as we did To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites, and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes.
0: Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family.
1: Thanks for joining us and have a great day.